0: Excited to be here. This is our very first episode. And I'm coming to you because the idea of owning your own health has been something I have been talking to clients about for years. Uh, It's also become a very popular topic recently with so much going on in healthcare. So today I want to talk to you about three reasons why you'd want to own your own health and one way that you can start right now today. So first of all, if you own your own health, you are in charge. For some people, this idea may come real naturally, like, of course, I'm in charge of my body and my health. But for others who have been outsourcing their health, the thought can be kind of strange and kind of overwhelming. So if you think about um, one of the common responses I hear when I suggest clients own their own health, is how could I possibly, I'm not a doctor, I don't know everything, I don't know how to take care of all of the possible things that could go wrong with me. And that statement may be true, but you don't have to know all of that just to be an owner of your own health. So let me give you a really, really clear, really simplified analogy. You own your car or you own your dishwasher, or you own your refrigerator. It doesn't mean that you have to know every piece of how those items work in order to take care of them. You know how they're supposed to work. You can tell if something's going wrong and you know who to call in. You can shop for services. You can ask questions. And ironically, more people ask questions and shop around for service for their car than they do for their body and for their health. So you don't have to know it all to be the owner of your health. You just have to take charge. You have to be the one who's calling the shots. What specialists do you want to see? How do you want to feel? And if you realize that owning your own health gives you The keys puts you in the driver's seat to how you want to feel, how you want to age, how you want to heal after something happens to you. Then you can proceed with all of the other options. Owning it is the first step. Second, when you own your health, you get to define the relationship you have with healthcare providers. Now, that term healthcare providers has become very controversial lately. And uh, we won't necessarily go into it here, probably on a future episode, uh, but healthcare providers are just anyone, physicians, nurses, physical therapists, chiropractors, labs that, that uh, do blood work, any, any one of the providers that you may use, services that you may contract with, you get to define that relationship when you're the owner of your health. So think about the difference if you've been unfortunate enough to be sick and you end up in the hospital and you get kind of just moved around from one department to the next, from one test to the next, and sometimes it can even feel like a conveyor belt just going from place to place. If you're the owner of your health, you can decide on those relationships, even more so when you're doing it as an outpatient and you want to manage a particular condition. If you're the owner, you get to decide how that's managed. The third way that you can become an owner, or the the third way that's the best reason to become the owner of your health, is that you get to become a respected partner on the journey. Now think about this. If you are not participating, if you're not an owner and you're not interested in being an owner, and that's okay. That's a choice. This may not be the podcast for you, but if you're not interested in being an owner, you'll simply follow. And if that works for you, that's great. But if you've had bad experiences following, if you've ended up places that you haven't wanted to be, if you've gotten worse instead of better, then owning your own health allows you to become a partner in that decision-making process. And my belief is an equal or higher-level partner in the decisions about our personal health care. So having said those three things, that if you own your own health, you get to be in charge, you get to define the relationships with those that you work with or contract for services, and you can become a respected partner. Those are three really great reasons to choose to be the owner of your health. The best and easiest way that you can do that right now, today, is to change your language. Language is extremely powerful, especially in the world of healthcare and diagnoses and illnesses. The language we use conveys not only to others, but to ourselves, the role that we see ourselves in. So the best way to take that immediate step is to change the language. So let me give you a real common example. I often hear clients say, kind of with dismay, or they'll email me and they'll say, the doctor says I have to do three more treatments, or the doctor says I have to go for these tests. Okay, the doctor may say that's what he wants you to do, but you don't have to do any of it when it comes right down to it. If the course of action sounds like a prudent one and you do in fact want those treatments and you do in fact want to do what he says, even changing the language to I'm going for three more treatments, the outcomes look pretty good. Or statistically, I think I'll do better with another three treatments. Or I want to go for this test so I can get the information so that I can make a better decision. So when you shift that ownership to yourself, as opposed to the doctor or the clinic called and said, I have to do these things, that puts you more in a position of ownership. And when you're in a position of ownership and you say, I chose three more treatments, what happens in your mind and this is the interesting part, because when clients say that to me, when I say, okay, I want you to change that language around, you know, when they're feeling just really trapped in the medical system, and they're feeling like they've been doctoring, I don't know if that was a term in your family. But, you know, for years, the older older people in the family, oh, I'm doctoring with a bad back, or I'm doctoring with my throat, or I'm doctoring with whatever. Um, and when People feel trapped by that and they feel discouraged by that. The language is one of the easiest things I can help them change. And so when I say to them, okay, what if what if you don't say the doctor says? What if you say, I said I think three more treatments will be better? They often say something to the effect of, oh, well, I don't know if they're really better or not. And I'll say, what other choices are they? Because if you chose this option, it implies there are other options. Well, I don't know. He didn't give me other options. Okay. Maybe you want to ask. And that's where the language changes coming out of your mouth, but also in your brain and what you tell yourself. When you start to be the one owning those decisions, if you aren't sure of those decisions, then you ask questions. And in spite of what's a popular belief right now, asking questions is always the best way to figure out what you believe is best for you. And this counts, this w- works for treatments in general, it works for timing, it works for scheduling. Um, there are so many times that I've worked with clients and they've been kind of put through the system on a expedient manner from the outside, but one that doesn't work with their lifestyle or where they are or, or what's going on with them right now in the rest of their life. And when we just give the ownership of our health over to the great medical machine, and yes, that is my bias, in spite of being a nurse for many, many years, I always have advocated for patients as a nurse and my clients as a coach to step up and own their health. Because when you do, it might be a little scary and that's okay. Because then we're gonna learn, we're gonna search out. And that's the reason for this podcast. So owning your own health may not come naturally. It may not be, Uh, something that you've ever even thought about. You know, many of us from the time we're small, you go to the doctor and you do what the doctor tells you and, and you come back when he tells you again. But it's become so much more complicated as a system. And people start to feel like they're getting lost and start to feel like the diagnosis or the medical condition or the doctoring has become their life. My, my current program, where I work with individuals who have been through a diagnosis and are coming out the other side, focuses completely on rebuilding your life outside of the medical system, because I know how intense it can be to be in that system, moving through on autopilot, not questioning, and, and kind of having your life taken over. So I help folks coming out the other side rebuild their life. But there's so much more going into the medical system that we can talk about and that we can work with so that we can really own our health. And it's something I'm super passionate about. So if this is a direction you've been thinking about, or if this is a way that you've been feeling lately, I invite you to subscribe and share with your friends. Um, Very often I know we start to talk about these things in small groups first and share with your friends, send in questions if you have them, but this is what we're gonna be talking about, how to own your own health. These are the three tips I gave you today for the reasons why, but the how can be a little bit more complicated if we've lived our entire life on that autopilot. So I thank you so much for listening today, subscribe, share if you want to. I'd love to answer questions and we'll see you in the next episode. The information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. I am a nurse, but I'm not your nurse. Please see your personal health care provider for any concerns.